Hello, sci-fi fans. This is Nana Visitor from Star Trek Deep Space Nine, and you are listening to the Sci-Fi Diner Podcast. If you like what we're serving here at the Sci-Fi Diner, feel free to leave us a tip at patreon.com backslash sci-fi, spelled the right way, and by Audible. Get a free audiobook when you sign up today, audibletrial.com backslash sci-fi diner. Engage. Sanskrit to me is an existential metaphor. It allows us to tell stories about the human condition. Welcome to the Sci-Fi Diner Podcast, where we serve up interviews, news, and our view on the world of science fiction. Come, grab a chair, and enjoy the conversations. I'd say we've got an unexpected guest. Rose, when we're going, we don't need Rose. I've got a bad feeling about it. Hey. Welcome to the Sci-Fi Diner Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Scott Herzog. Good evening. I'm Miles P. McLaughlin. And M. Sierra Garcia is not with us tonight, but uh, we are doing this show because we want to talk Avengers. It's current. Everybody's everybody's seeing this movie. What's this Avengers you're talking about? (laughs) What are you talking about? Yeah, but Avengers... uh, Awesome movie. We were stoked to see it, right? Right. Um, it was absolutely delivered, and everyone seems to be loving this movie for the most part. Isn't that the general feedback? It's been very positive. Uh, yes. I. Anybody I've talked to, it, it's all been positive. I'm, 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 I know for myself, I'm going to have a hard time finding anything negative to say about this movie. Uh, it it blew my mind. It surpassed my expectations. Wow. Um, well, and, and what they pulled off in mm-hmm. the movie, it was absolutely incredible. Yes. And, and just take – think of all the characters in this movie. Think of all the superheroes you got to give screen time to. Think of the, the, the quote-unquote stars you got to give screen time to. I was thinking, how are they going to pull this off? How are they going to – not everybody's going to get equal amount of time, but how how, is, how are you going to bounce out, give everybody sufficient screen time, whatever? And by and large, I think they 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 accomplished it. I think you know, I think I don't think anybody really upstaged another person. Um, well, yeah, just 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 in a practical sense, as far as just giving everybody screen time, I thought, wow, that's I mean, that, that's a tall order. To, to be able to um, to do that with all these people, yeah, absolutely. Um, and to have that many actors, well named actors, in one movie mm-hmm. that had to be incredibly difficult. Oh, yes, I mean, just uh, to bring everyone from the Marvel universe into one movie and try to make it work. Yeah, especially since a lot of these people had their own movies, they had their own origin stories, and. Continuing adventures, and now you got to bring them all together. Okay, I'm not the star of this movie anymore. Well, maybe Robert Downey Jr. is, but <laughs> maybe he's the you know, but he's the he's the uh, linchpin of everything. But everybody else now it's an ensemble. It's it's a chorus. It it's um, but it, but I thought it worked beautifully, and, yeah. and you had characters that you never saw interact before interact for the first time. Um, I love Thor, his interaction with the Guardians of the Galaxy and um, Iron Man with um, Doctor Strange and um, and even, you know, Iron Man's interaction with uh, Star-Lord. It, so much, so much good, good stuff in this movie. You know, the dialogue almost reminded me of Joss Whedon type dialogue, that sort of humor, the banter. Right. And how funny it was. And that's really, for me, when I watched the movie, that's what really made the movie. Yeah. They're, they're, jo- I, I feel like I don't think he had much, anything to do with I, this I, film. I don't either. But it felt very Whedon-esque as far as the banter goes. But I felt like his his fingerprints were on it, though. Set I, up by the uh, first Avengers movie. Mm-hmm. I think people, who, who, you know, people may have worked closely with him. It's like, okay, Joss Whedon knows what he's doing. We should try to emulate this a little Does bit. Does he know what he's doing? A little bit, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He he does it, does it a he, little bit. He's one of the great greatest sci-fi writers of all time, in my opinion. But I mean, yeah. <laughs> he is. Mm-hmm. Yep. 
But yeah, I mean, just the, 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 you know, the dialogue, if all you had was just the dialogue alone, the dialogue was, was enjoyable, but it was a, you know, also a, a visual effects masterpiece throughout the whole movie. Yeah, absolutely. Well, before we get into talking about and dissecting the movie and what we thought about certain things in the movie, let's look at where it stands now. And we mm. realize, depending when you're listening to this, that this is just a snapshot in time. We've just come off the opening weekend of Avengers, and it has done very well, to say the least. So here's the way the numbers stack up. Um, so Avengers, at this point, uh, we don't have a budget on, at least I didn't see, unless you want to look at IMDb. Box Office Mojo didn't have it on, but IMDb might have it on because they sometimes will have it on. Mm-hmm. There's no production budget here, but we do know that at this point, worldwide, uh, Avengers Infinity War has brought in $725 million, $0.5 million. Mm-hmm. So it's huge for an opening weekend. It's definitely going to hit into the billion. Oh, no doubt. No doubt. Mm-hmm. Um it broke it broke records uh it was the top uh top for opening weekend ever uh top worldwide for an opening weekend however it was not top foreign mm-hmm. top foreign was fast and the furious believe it or not so wow so uh but uh it it comes in at the top spring opening and uh the top april opening <laughs> Um, although May Avengers, the first Avengers movie is a top one in, in mm-hmm. May. So, I mean, there's just so many, the top PG-13 uh, opening movie. Mm-hmm. I think that the executives at Disney have much to celebrate. They uh, they definitely, they definitely do. Mm-hmm. So the, the real question becomes, does it have the staying power? Yeah. This is when we don't know. We will know for a couple of weeks to see how well it does in the subsequent weeks. Right. But I can't imagine it not doing well. Yeah, I, I would find that very hard to believe. I mean, I think there's folks that haven't seen it yet. There's folks that, like myself, don't want to see it again because uh, it, it was just that enjoyable. And also just a movie like that, there's so much to it. You, you can't get You can't get everything out of it. And I, I thought I got a lot out of it, but I know I missed stuff and I want to see it again and try to get what I missed. Yeah. So I'm just, so tons of records that it's, that it's been breaking and mm-hmm. doing, doing, doing very well for him. So no doubt. Uh, and you're right. There's, it's a movie that you go back. It's a little bit like Ready Player One when I saw Ready Player One. You don't catch everything that appears in Ready Player One in one viewing. Yeah. Uh, which is why I think it did as well as it did. Same with Infinity Wars. I think this is a movie that people are going to go back two three times to see yeah i was i was just thinking as we were talking here uh one of my one of my fellow teachers uh lisa mayo said when when her son went to see avengers affinity wars when when loki's killed oh by the way there's gonna be tons of spoilers in this so if we didn't establish it this is not a spoiler free show so if you haven't seen avengers affinity wars and you don't want to be spoiled don't listen to the show until after you see the movie that's right but when loki died this this young girl in front of him starts sobbing. Oh, oh my! <laughs> you know, you know, just right away, I'm like, oh my word! It's only the beginning of the movie, right? Um, but anyway, so those, but so it's doing very well in the box office. Mm-hmm. Where what what theater did you see it in? Uh, I saw it with my f- my friends. We went to go see it at uh, Regal over Regal Manor, right? So, which we, is a beautiful theater. They've really ever done that theater. They, they yeah, it looks great. They had the um, the recliners, so I saw it in, com- in, in <laughs> I comfort. I asleep. <laughs> um, you're not going to sleep in this movie, but um, <laughs> but yeah, it's a, but you could fall asleep in those recliners, though. So. Oh, they are very comfortable recliners. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I didn't. I opted not to not to see it in IMAX 3D. Maybe but, maybe I might see it later before. <laughs> maybe based on your last 3D experience. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, true. <laughs> maybe, maybe I bring bed. Uh, bad karma to it. Yeah. Did is this a movie that you feel might be worth seeing in 3D? I think it would because it like it, with it, Ready it, Player One, there was almost too much going on that like you couldn't keep track of it in 2D, and I just couldn't imagine seeing it in 3D. But Infinity Wars, we aren't uh, looking yeah. for those Easter eggs so much. Mm-hmm. No, I don't. I don't. Th- I don't think you're going to be overwhelmed. I think I, th- I I think it would still be very enjoyable in 3D. It, I mean, it's still. I mean, yes, it 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 does 
give you tremendous visual effects. You would expect anything less from from Marvel Disney, but it's a very story uh, focused. So um, I don't think you're going to be too overwhelmed if you see it in, in, in 3D IMAX. Right, right. So was the theater full? Yes. So was it a sellout? I'm trying. I because a lot of theaters, like they were saying, theaters are just sold out. Mm-hmm. I got my tickets a week early. I, I think I think it was full in there. No, I bet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but, and and Regal was. I mean, they're running the movie. It seemed like they had it in a couple of different theaters, so they could you know get, get people keep in it up, and keep it up. Yeah, yeah. I think Dave Sellers actually went and saw it about the same time you did. At Regal, mm-hmm. and probably at a slightly different show. Yeah, we saw it eight thirty Saturday evening. Oh no, he saw it like ten thirty Saturday morning. So oh, okay, I thought I thought I thought you went in the morning for some reason. So mm-hmm. <laughs> whatever, not a real big deal here. So were people dressed up? I didn't see anybody in costume. Maybe maybe that was like Thursday night. Yeah, no, I did. I n- there was nobody in costume that evening. No. But yeah. uh, but here's the thing though I mean I mean we, before everybody stayed I I didn't see anybody leave for the credits yeah I think everybody stayed for the credits yeah but only one credits cutscene this time Marvel's letting us down um <laughs> I, I I think I think that what they gave us was even though it was short it was still well worth sitting. Sit until the end. So we have Nick Fury, right? We have Nick Fury, and uh, what's the other character's name? Um, we were trying to remember this earlier. the The actress, the actress, her name is Kobe Smolders. I oh don't, yes, I don't. I mean, I, I don't remember her character's you name. Forget the ca- you forget the character's name, but she was in the first Avengers movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and she was in other Avengers movies too. Right. So, mm-hmm. um, so we have her, and the cutscene at the end is that, of course, they both die. They they right? both evaporate. Yeah, and. Uh, but what we get, what we do get, is a hint of Captain Marvel. Okay. So it's the logo for Captain Marvel on the uh, phone. That that's yeah, that's what that, that's what was there. And I'm not familiar with Captain Marvel and the Marvel universe, so I'm looking forward to seeing what. Well, if there's anyone that can take down Thanos, it's Captain Marvel. Okay. So uh, they're bringing her in. Mm-hmm. So Captain Marvel, for those of you that are not aware, they're making a Captain Marvel movie. It's supposed to drop in March of next year, a month before in Infinity Wars 2 or whatever they're calling the new Avengers movie after that because the next Avengers movie comes out April 2019. Mm-hmm. It was originally titled Infinity Wars 2, and now they say it's now untitled. So I'll probably try to come up with something a little more, yeah. maybe a little more catchy. Yeah, so whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, so they're bringing Captain Marvel in, anyways, and mm-hmm. we're going to get a standalone Ma- Captain Marvel movie. Mm-hmm. So that's good. Uh, uh, get introduced to her. I don't like. I said I know nothing about her character, her right. adventures, whatever. Yeah. So we know that Ant Man and Wasp weren't, weren't in the movie, right? Right. We have their movies coming out this mm-hmm. summer. Uh, what other movies do we have in the Marvel universe besides Ant Man and Wasp and Captain Marvel? Do we know? I'm not aware. That's a good question. Oh, but is it, hopefully there is there is a source of information we could ask. Though. Oh, there I'm sure there there is. Um, when they played a ton of tr- movie trailers, and there was no new Marvel, well, there was no new Marvel movies on these trailers. After all, the ones they played, ironically, they did have the new um, Deadpool uh, trailer. But did they still- air the solo? Solo? Yes, they aired their solo, which I'm I'm really stoked for seeing. That's that's coming out uh, this month. Yeah. So Deadpool, Ant Man, the Wasp, as you said before, mm-hmm. Venom is coming out in 2018. Part of the Spider Verse, they're calling it, but that's oh, part of the Marvel. Right. Okay. So okay. So we're gonna get, we're gonna get another Spider Man movie, and then it's uh, Dark Phoenix, February 14th next year. Actually, it's part of the X Men universe. Okay. I was gonna say I did. I, yes, that's not it. And then Captain Marvel, and then Avengers Four, as they're now calling it. <laughs> no, you don't call it. Not Infinity Wars Two, but that. But yeah, so there's uh there's some movies coming out that are superheroes that are Marvel related, not necessarily all playing into the Avengers, because we don't see the X Men anywhere in 
they're a separate property. The movie, the movies are, are, I think are still owned by 20th century Fox. Yeah. And are they, uh, but they're also a, uh, they're a Marvel franchise. They're, they're a Marvel franchise. Like just and, not owned by Disney. Correct. I mean, yeah. there, ha- there has been in the cartoons and probably in the comic books. No, definitely in the comic books. There has been crossovers. Yeah. But, um, but, I don't, I, but Disney doesn't own the movie rights. To that so I'm, I'm wrong. The Spider-Man movie, there's a Spider-Man Homecoming coming in 2019 in the summer. Mm-hmm. Homecoming 2. So the other Spider-Man movie, I think, is an animated but Venom is coming. Venom is not animated. Mm-hmm. So, so yeah, we have some Marvel movies to look forward to. And this tells us also that not all the characters that we saw die are actually dead, especially that, Spider-Man. That's that. I mean, I mean, that, that's something we got to talk about is just who uh, we, they killed off at the we, end of the movie. We, we, we do. Mm-hmm. And we do for a couple of reasons. First of all, <laughs> you can't have an Avengers four without some of these characters. Right. right, right, and you can, and some of these people they killed off are heavy hitters. Um, so I, I just don't, I just don't see them. You know, I mean, in science fiction, nobody truly dies. If they want to bring you back, they can find a way to bring you back. But, uh, but just, just to sustain the the movie universe, I, I can't see them keeping the people they killed off keeping them dead. Yeah. So, which brings up the question. Who, who in the who in the Avengers film do you believe is permanently dead? That that's an easier question than asking who do I think they'll bring back. I don't because yeah. because I don't. I, I think they'll probably bring back most of the Avengers. As far as who 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 will they not bring back? Wow. Um, yeah, I, I could see them not bringing back. Um. Because they're kind of secondary characters, I can't. I don't see them kill off major characters. Uh, I can see them keeping Vision dead. I can see them possibly keeping. Um, they, they don't call her that in the movie, but she basically, she's basically uh, Scarlet Witch. Oh yes, I, I. I can see them maybe not bringing her back. Um, maybe possibly Bucky, uh, Captain America's friend. I I I could see them possibly thinking, okay, we don't necessarily need to bring him back, right? Well, and and what Heimdall wasn't hardly seen and underutilized even in the Thor movies. You could see him not bringing him back, maybe. Mm-hmm. Oh, is that, is that Idris Elba's character? Yes, yes, yeah. That's another one I could see them, yeah, uh, not bringing back as well. Um, what about Loki? Now him, I I I, I think I think we'll see him back. Well, Thanos says to him, "No resurrections this time." Well, but he he thinks he killed you know half. I mean, he I mean in this so far he's killed off half half of we'll say sentient life in the universe. Yeah. What you know, and we we know that that, that they they can't leave things at that. I mean, the the world's population half of them are dead now. I, I don't I don't see them leaving things at that. So. Um, See, here's my problem with Loki. I absolutely love, 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 love Loki. Mm-hmm. Right? He's one of my favorite characters. When he comes on screen, I'm riveted to him. Right? You know, he's just fun to watch. But you know, if you do kill Loki, uh, it gives Lo- it gives Thor an incentive. I mean, he's lost his mother, his brother, his uh, father, father yeah. all in the course of about two movies. Most of his life, people. Life sucks. Yeah. For him. I mean, they killed her. You know that that. It looks like they killed everybody on that ship. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah. It, it, yeah. I just don't. I just don't think they're done with Loki. All right. So, I, I, yeah, I think we'll see him again. Yeah. So, uh, so let's talk about some characters that we know are probably safe mm-hmm. already. Uh, first of all, who wasn't in the movie? We we didn't see. Uh, we didn't see Hawkman. Hawkeye, so Hawkeye's yeah, out. yeah, but they said he he there's he and another character chose house arrest. This was after the whole the, the Civil War, right? And signed the Accords thing. Um, I think I think I think they said Ant Man also accepted house arrest also. Um, so we we didn't see those characters in this movie, right? So we don't have them. Mm-hmm. So uh, and Wasp, but Wasp really hasn't been introduced yet. We, yeah, as far as the Wasp, we've seen yeah. her, you know. We've seen her in trailers. That's it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Um, so what about uh, so what other characters other than that do we think are safe? I, well, they killed off, with the exception of Rocket, they killed off all the Guardians of the Galaxy. So <laughs> yeah. So do you think they're going to bring all the Guardians of the Galaxy back? Yes, I, I, I think there's still more to mine at that franchise. I, th- I, I think we'll probably see all of them back. Even Gamora. I Even mean, Gamora. I, yeah. Um, yeah. I, I, I don't think. I, I just don't think they're done with them. It's, yeah. it's, it's not a question of what is this. What serves the story? I think it's a question of we have more movies to make with with these characters, and so I, I just. Yeah, I just don't. I, I I think the Guardians will be back. They said, you know, one of the things uh, that I read is most of the deaths in Infinity War didn't land because the characters who died were cornerstones for future movies. Right, right. So, um, whereas characters like Iron Man and Captain America, their contracts expire after Avengers Four, and these uh, they were probably not going to come back. Like they're probably like they played these characters for almost twelve, thirteen, fourteen years. Yeah, they're about done. Mm-hmm. They want to move on, do other things. I understand that. But we know that Black Panther, there's a sequel in the works, right? Uh, we know there's another Tom Holland Spy- Spider-Man is going to be back next summer. Sure. Um, and Bucky Barnes, probably going to come back. He has a nine-picture deal with Marvel. Oh, okay. So we know that. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Guardians of the Galaxy aren't permanently done, like you said. Um the third Guardian Galaxy, which is happening, wouldn't work if the only surviving if, if the only surviving member of the team was a space raccoon. Yeah, or so, or, or rabbit, as uh, Thor kept, yeah, kept calling him, a space rabbit. Yep. <laughs> um, so I mean, we we know that there are some safe ones, right? Um, and we know that not only for this, I was uh, I cheated and I looked at the Avenger Four's list on mm-hmm. IMDb to see who we have that's going to be backing. Can I just read through part of this list here? Oh, Is that def- all right? Yeah, absolutely. So we know that uh, Karen Gillian's character of Nebula and Thanos are back, uh, Josh Brolin's character uh, of th- portrayal of Thanos. But then we also have Captain Marvel, which will be a new character. Mm-hmm. Um, Steve Rogers, Captain America's back, Tony Stark's back, Black Widow's back, Thor's back, Bucky Barnes is back, Black Panther's back, the Wasp, is in, so she's not back. Drax is back. Hawkeye is in. Hawk's in. Ant-Man is in. Mm-hmm. Pepper Potts is in. And Groot is in. And uh, those are the big ones right now that are in. And, and that list will probably grow. Right. This is just the one that has been reported, right? Yeah. Yeah, I, I think that, that, that list will expand. That list will grow. But these are the ones that we know. So we know that some of these characters are going to be back. Sure. Right. So mm-hmm. we don't really have to fear. And I think it's one of the things when we see how appalling everything turns out for everyone on earth that mm, everyone's dead, but not. Right. Right. And I, I mean, well, they kill Dr. Strange. I don't think, I mean, I haven't heard of another movie with him, but I suspect there's probably going to be another Doctor Strange movie. Yeah. What did I see about that? Um, I didn't see. There's most likely going to be a Doctor Strange movie in the work. Mm-hmm. It hasn't been formally announced, right? We don't know. Uh, but since it's just introduced MCU and it was so, it did so well. And since he's only, the, he's really the only character who knows how to stop Thanos. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's seen all possibilities and knows the right one, right? right? Uh, well, he just his his last thing he said before he evaporated it was just this is the only way, and then he, this is the only way to do it or something like that. Okay, which just, means so I it just seemed kind of cryptic to me. Let letting I mean letting everybody die um, unless there there's who knows. It was just so he he's another guy. I think we'll we'll see again. Yeah. Well, and here's the other thing. We know something that the Infinity Stones can do, right? Yeah. They, what can they do? Uh, you you can change time. You, you can, can reverse time, right? Reverse time, yeah. It's which, the ultimate MacGuffin, right? Which, which Thanos made good use of. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. So you can you can reverse time, and we saw Doctor Strange do that. He made good use of it. Too, made yeah. good use of it many times. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I I don't think that these deaths are permanent, right? Although, I think Loki might be. Well, that's. We'll, we'll one, of, one of us will be right, Miles. 
It's 50-50. Yeah, it's 50-50. Mm-hmm. And, uh, let's play rock, paper, scissors, all right, Miles? <laughs> and we'll, we'll settle this one right here on the podcast. But yeah, it's uh, so anyway, so people that we think aren't going to be there, uh, these are the ones at least we think are mm-hmm. going to be there. Well, and, and you know, we saw... We talked about uh, Black Panther. Um, he had the most one of the most successful movies this year. They will not kill him up. But here's the thing, though: they didn't know that was a shoe in success. Mm-hmm. So there was this movie was obviously written and finished before that. Mm-hmm. So if they would have killed him off and left him die- dead, I guess they could still make changes for the next movie. There's mm-hmm. enough time. But we know we know that uh, pe- people like Black Panther. And it made a ton of money at the box office. He'll be back. Yeah, he definitely, definitely will. Mm-hmm. So let's talk about um, Avengers proper, the movie itself. Mm-hmm. You mentioned earlier on that it was one of the most spectacular special effects written movie that you've seen in a while. Mm-hmm. What did you mean by that statement? I mean, I, I, I mean, not only do they have to tell you a good story, they also have to just – just do some visually incredible things with it. Um, we'll start off small. Iron Man's new suit. He, he now has nanotech. Um, he, he wears this thing on his chest and his Iron Man suit kind of, it builds out around him. And when he need, you know, it, it could form weapons. It could form a, uh, a, a rocket booster. I'm a little worried about you know, Iron Man suits just keep getting better and better each film. <laughs> I, I, I think they're going to they're going to hit uh, a roof of what a ceiling of what they can do uh, with that. But uh, the nano that was that, but, but still seeing that seeing his nanotech suit was pretty cool. Um, the there, there's so there's a lot of good stuff. Um, him and Spider Man making their way to that you know that ship. Uh, Thanos sends a couple of his representatives, and then Iron Man and Spider Man, and uh, we're trying to rescue Doctor Strange from it. And um, they get stuck on the ship, and they go for a uh, you know a trip, right? But just just seeing that whole that whole that whole uh, thing was was pretty cool. Um, what did you think of the uh, the effects of the when the ships enter the atmosphere? You have the ring, and you have like how do you how do you feel they pulled all those off? I, I think I think they pulled it off beautifully. I think it, it you know it we, we expect we expect it to look good, so it they almost have to say okay how do how what can, what can we do to out outdo ourselves um, uh, again. And so, um, you know, when the ships come to Wakanda, and Wakanda has this force field protecting, protecting the, protecting the their, their 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 city, and the ships send these their 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 foot soldiers through and stuff. That was impressive to watch. Also, the whole battle scene. I mean, you had to figure they they had, they had probably had to CGI a lot of. Wakanda soldiers for this because it was a lot of you know it was all our heroes plus the, this Wakanda army going against these guys and so you figured they had to CGI a lot of that, a lot of that but it, it looked it looked very real. Uh, Thanos himself, I mean, uh, we just you know we 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 know we, we've seen we've seen a little bit here and there but I thought he was he, he was more of an abstract thing than more than a character but i really felt in this film he was more of a character and i think the cgi did a good job i i I like the choice of him taking the helmet off his head not that he's human but he looked a little more human throughout the film and that was done beautifully i mean josh brolin did a a fantastic job voicing him but the cgi of, of thanos was 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 very impressive oh yeah Absolutely. And yeah. you, knew, you knew that from the trailer. Although people did complain that this didn't look like the Thanos they were expecting. Remember those complaints? I, I don't. I don't know. I mean, he's already been done in the comic books and he's been done in some of the animated uh, the animated work. So I don't, you know, I, 
I, I don't have in my mind what what Thanos supposed to is supposed to look like. So I can only go by what I've right. uh, what I what, what, what just yesterday. So it worked, worked for you. He, so. he he worked he worked great for me. Yeah. Um. Th- there's a there's a scene where he is showing, like they're on his I guess his home planet, and he said you know it's it it's in ruin. I mean it's you know a planet that that looks like it it, it it's after a, a disaster or whatever, and he. Shows them what the planet looked like, but it was just a night, just this cool transition of this, this, this ruins to this vibrant planet with these vibrant buildings and the, the transition from, from that was, was done very well. Um, oh, what else? Uh, You know that, that's that, that's good as far as the visual effects. I, I mean, the visual effects were fantastic, but to me, what what, what really hit me was was the story, the dialogue. Um, yeah, we'll talk about the dialogue in a little bit later here. Mm-hmm. But fantastic dialogue. It almost seemed like they were channeling Whedon for this. I, yeah, well, I think I think his I felt like his fingerprints were were on the script. Right. You know, I don't know. I mean, if they didn't consult with him, they, then. They chan- like you said, they channeled him as far as uh, in, in writing the, the script yeah. and writing the dialogue. What did you think of the fight scenes? I've heard some complaint that Marvel, at least in this movie, the fight scenes are a bit lackluster. Oh. Do you agree with that statement? Or I don't know what what else people want. I mean, um, uh, there, the the part of the problem. I mean, you, you had a battle. You didn't have like one fight scene between. You, well, you you sort of had a brief one with Thanos and the Hulk. Um, well, I think one of the things I read, for example, said that the problem with superhero fight scenes mm-hmm. is that it's tough to showcase fighting skills and characters who range from genetically engineered supermen to aliens to gods. And the whole point is that they're capable of physical feats beyond what normal people can pull off. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, you know, so like Captain America being able to stab a hole in a van or throw something through a window, his abilities diminish on how cool that looks because he's uberly powered. Right. So it's not quite as cool. Like if I did that, you'd be like, whoa, Scott Hertzrock from the Sci-Fi Diner just punched a hole through a van. Mm-hmm. You know, Miles just beat the crap out of someone in the back alley. You know, but you, but, but if I'm, if I have tons of powers, it's a little bit less impressive, I think mm-hmm. is what, what I, some people were saying. Yeah. I, I think, I mean, when, when you see like, um, Black Widow fight somebody, I mean, she's this petite woman, but, but she kicks ass because she's, oh, yeah. She trained, she's a, you know she, you know she's a former secret agent. She's trained in martial arts and everything like that. So you get to see her, you know, you get to see fight, more of a fighting skills. Um, it's not just a, a slugfest. It's you know right. she, she's doing some cool stuff. Um, the the Wakandans are a little more. I mean, more more of a fighting force. They're an army. They're not. They're not. They're not superheroes. They're they're, they're regular people, but they're warriors. And so right. Um, but but you're right when you see superheroes and uh, super superheroes and supervillains go at it, it's sometimes harder to make pulled off. But for me, I mean, there there was so much going on. I didn't like. I wasn't bored at all. This was the the, the fastest two and a half hours. Yeah, I think someone else who watched that for the, on the Sci-Fi Diner site said that. Um, Chris Wilson said, uh, one of our listeners, hi, Chris, uh, said, I definitely agree that the movie was over in two and a half hours long, and it seemed like it was over in minutes. Time just flew by. Right. So he was he was there. So whoever had the responsibility how, how to pace this film? Pacing was incredible. Yeah. There are some movies that you come out two and a half hours, and they move fast, but you know they're two and a half hour movies. It doesn't mean they're bad. Right. But this movie... It almost felt like you were not that this was not a two and a half hour movie. It didn't feel like a two and a half hour movie. No, no, not at all. There was a, they just gave you a lot, and it kept it kept going. So it was not they didn't they didn't slow down much. Yeah, I, I mean, and even when they did, it was like there's some good dialogue between our, our our heroes, and that was enjoyable to watch and listen. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, what where else? What should, what else do we need to talk about here? 
I think we need to talk about Thanos as a villain. We do need to talk about Thanos as a villain. Mm-hmm. I think I think is uh, he too powerful? He is now. Well, yeah, well yeah. he, he has mean, all the Infinity Stones. Yeah. He is now. You, you can't. Yeah, now he is. You can't. I mean, but the Hulk had a problem with him. I mean, the I I I think Thanos scared. You know, uh, they tried to bring you know the Hulk out, and Bruce Banner couldn't get him out. You know, no matter how angry he got or whatever or scared he got, the Hulk. You know. It was interesting. They were like two different characters in the same body, and but and they've always have been. But this was more so. It was just you, you didn't think Bruce Banner could communicate with the Hulk. It was just whenever he brought you know the, the Hulk came out. It he the heroes. He seemed to like suppress the other. Yeah, uh, the, the, but this time you know he he's you know there there there's even a scene you know when they bring back the giant Hulk. I, I, we'll say Hulk killer for lack of a better word. The Iron, the big Iron Man suit from the last Avengers movie. Right. Bruce Banner operates that, and that's impressive. But there's a scene where Hulk's face briefly comes out of Banner's face. I mean, he, he briefly morphs into Hulk, and, and but then he then he retracts. So uh, Thanos Thanos can whip the Hulk's butt because yeah. um, he. I mean, Thanos is a very physically imposing character. Just. Minus minus the the Infinity Stones, he he can um, he's a very powerful individual himself physically, and so um, you saw briefly Hulk get a few shots on him, but then Thanos just beat the crap out of Hulk. Well, you know what? Here's the thing that I like about Thanos: he's he's a villain mm-hmm. and he's a baddie, but you, I forget what other movie I saw recently that I watched and I kind of understood it the same way. But as a villain, you feel empathy for him. Mm -hmm. So he's not just evil. He's not just trying to take over the world. His motive and his intention is good, though misguided. On a twisted side, it's good. He's like thinking, okay, um, let's talk about, I mean... You just hear, okay, he's killing off half the population on these planets. That sounds bad in and of itself. But then he says, okay, the resources are limited. What happened on my world? We were, you know, we we're consuming our resources faster than we could replace them, and we end up destroying ourselves basically. So he's on this mission to. He's the ultimate environmentalist, basically. He, right. He, you know, he but he who who believes strongly in population control, and he takes it to the nth degree. If we if we euthanize, I mean, I'm making air quotes because basically he has his shoulder soldiers. There's a scene where you know where he the, the, the soldiers basically execute this large group of people from Gamora's world. Um, so he you know, he gets rid of half the population, and then that half the, the other half survives, and there's enough resources to go around, and you know. It, it, there's a line he says, "The people on to Gamora, the people on your world now have enough. Yeah, uh, you know they have enough food, they have enough resources to survive. And, and you know, I have the, I have I have the will and the resolve to do what nobody else will do. Right. So he's the way he's going about it is appalling. Right. But but we understand, and I think that that's that's a bit that one that's what makes him for me. Such an incredible villain. Mm-hmm. He, he's doing the wrong thing for the right reason. Right. That, that's what that that's. Yeah. If you if you you know if you think he, he's trying to save and preserve life, he just has to get rid of half the life to do it too. So, but like you said, he's a much more interesting villain. We we empathize him with a little more. We don't hate him as much. It's so which which work which makes you know you you, you want your villains to be more than just two dimensional mustached wrong bad guy right and, which and, many of them are you which, know which many of them are and sometimes that serves the story well but in this one you know it's it he he he, he came alive he, he came alive to me more in this film because we just saw very short moments with him and I thought he was just. This abstract idea, right? 
and he's been hinted at over the years. We it, saw him in trailers and clips and right and, and, teasers at the end. And people talk about him and talk about what you know what 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 what, e- what evil he is and and he is, but it, it's not coming from a totally bad place. Yeah. Plus, he's the last man standing at the end of the movie. Yes. Because after all, it's not Avengers that are going to return. It's Thanos that's going to return next next spring. <laughs> so, you know, it's, I mean, it is. I mean, so, I mean, how many movies do you end up with the bad guy is the one, last one standing? Virtually he, never. He, he, he just wanted to relax and watch the sunrise. Yeah. And, and who doesn't? I, Get him a good cigar, a nice beer, and we're good to go. I'm with him. I'll hang out with Thanos any day, <laughs> you know, you know, seriously. Yeah. Because it's, um, especially in this weather, we have some beautiful weather back East here where we're recording. But. Mm-hmm. And, and he's in a very picturesque tropical, looks like a vacation spot or something. And sitting in a lounge chair, watching the sunrise and just chilling. Yeah. You know, so on one hand, I say that, but on the other hand, there is a piece where when you have a villain that cannot be taken down, that doesn't lose any battle, and he's kind of, for the lack of a better word, the hero of the film, that seems a bit one-sided, mm-hmm. you know, that there's no weakness. Although we're given hints that it's possible to take him down, we've seen no evidence of that in this movie. We saw he could be hurt. We saw that... It was maybe possible to get the gauntlet off his hand, but we'll never know because um, uh, Quill slash Star-Lord got his emotions, got the best of him, and we can't really blame him. He just found out the love of his life, Gamora, was was dead, and they're trying they're trying to subdue Thanos and take the take the take the thing off his hand and. He, he he goes nuts, and uh, that that stops uh, their efforts to take 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 the uh, uh, gauntlet off. And um, so we we see he's not. I mean he's he's at least in that part of the film he's not totally unbeatable, but um, he is at this moment. Right. Yeah. So you know, obviously, we'll have to wait to Avengers four to find out mm-hmm. how he's beaten. We assume that he will be beaten because, after all, our Marvel heroes ca- heroes cannot lose, right? Right. There's more and more movies to make. Yep, our movies. Yep, and uh, Thanos is not one of them. Although he, this might might be called Avengers Thanos. Who knows? Mm-hmm. For today, that's the other thing. What do you think the next Avengers movie is going to be called? If it's have, not Infinity Wars too. I have no idea what they'll. I mean, they'll, they'll try to have it something catchy. The Rise of Spider Man. No, that would be terrible. Uh, yeah, but, it would. <laughs> But, um, it would be a terrible one. But. I, I think they'll something catchy, something appropriate for what what this film will will, will what the story it's trying to tell. Yeah, so we'll we'll, we'll have to see. Mm-hmm. I've heard Avengers: Infinity War being compared to a Shakespearean tragedy. Oh, uh, you know where you know like a good Shakespearean tragedy, the people that you love die, like Romeo and Juliet, right? Uh, you lose Tibalt, you lose Mercutio, you lose Romeo, you lose Juliet. All your central characters and the people that are really the villain, if there's any villains in Romeo and Juliet, the families themselves are the ones that are left standing. Well, we have a little bit of Shakespearean tragedy, and that's not to put Marvel Universe up on the level of Shakespeare, mind you, as far as the writing goes. But it comes close. Although the writing is absolutely pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> um, no doubt. But uh, But the way they do it, they kill off all of the people that there's any hope for and we're left with a villain and there's a sense of a of a tragedy in that mm-hmm. uh, and so it does I, I see when people say this is kind of Shakespearean I see that especially in the way a tragedy is played out well it, 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 there's just tremendous loss in this this movie I mean with all the heroes they they take out and then Thanos is successful he, you know he, he wants to reduce the universe's population by half and he's we find out he's very successful by by the by getting the affinity stones and, and this gauntlet he's he is successful in in doing that so that's a major 
uh, you know, unresolved thread that I'm, I'm sure the, the film will tackle next time. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Very good. Well, where do you want to go then? Do we want to talk about favorite quotes? Let's look for favorite quotes. Cause because, this, it, because come on, this movie, there was no shortage of good dialogue. And we mentioned before that it seemed like Whedon had written this movie because Whedon does this incredible dialogue. I still remember Avengers one and just being a, just being amazed at, at all the good dialogue, and we had great dialogue. Yes, so it, this this film, the, on every page, it seemed like there were some great lines uh, between and, and with the interaction with our heroes. So, what were some of your favorites? We'll just like, and then I'll you share one, I'll share one. And we got to go down through because there's a lot. I one of the funniest exchanges for me was. When um, the Guardians pick up Thor, they respond to the distress call, but they're too late. And there's a body that hits them in the windshield and Rocket says, windshield wipers. And, you know, but and it's Thor and they, they bring Thor inside and um, Quill's like, check out this dude. Um, and Drax um, in his, you know, he, he must admire what he sees. He says, that's not a dude. You're a dude. That's a man. <laughs> he definitely had a man crushing Thor. He had a huge man crushing <laughs> Thor. And, no, no doubt about that. And that was hilarious. It was, <laughs> it was, uh, Dave Batista does a great job playing. Drax. He does. And, he does. And it, that was just, just a, just a minute or two. And it was just, it was. We had, he, Drax comes up with some of the best lines in the movie. Yeah. Like the whole, Peter Quill saying, I'm going to ask you one more time, where is Gamora? Tony Stark's going to say, yeah, I'll do you one better. Who is Gamora? And Drax says, I'll do you one better. Why is Gamora? (laughs) (laughs) It doesn't make any sense, but it was was just – but it was so ludicrous, it was hilarious. (laughs) Oh, my. But, yeah, and, uh, you know, in the Guardians, they they just have great lines. I can't wait for the next Guardians movie. Oh, yeah. You know, I'm like – Peter Parker's talking to Mantis says, what exactly is it they do? He points to Drax and Mantis. Mantis says, kick names, take ass. You know, <laughs> it's like, uh, but yeah. So what, what's some other lines that stuck out for you? Um, I liked the, um, the exchange between, um, when they're on the ship between strange, uh, Stark and, and, uh, and Peter Parker and, Strange introduces himself, Doctor Strange, and and uh, Parker says, "Oh, we're using our fake names. Uh, I'm Spider Man. Yeah. Just like, yeah, I'm Spider Man. I'm Spider Man. <laughs> <laughs> and and and, and he, oh, that's you know, funny. Uh, I, I'm not sure if Strange rolled his eyes, but it looked like it was a good time too. <laughs> no. Um, what about? Uh, do we? See, uh, um, I'm trying to remember where do we see Stan Lee in this movie. Stan Lee drove the school bus. I was going to say. That's what I thought. Mm-hmm. He is. What happened? You haven't seen a spaceship before? You know, he's a school bus driver, right? Right. Yeah. Well, they 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 have seen stuff in New York, and, and talk about New York is how convenient it is when Idris Elba's character is in his last few breaths of life is able to send the Hulk back to Earth, and where does the Hulk land? In New York City, of course. Yes. Where else would he land? Yeah. So uh, I love the dialogue at the one point between Tony Stark and Doctor Strange, mm-hmm. right? If Thanos needs all six, why don't we just stick with down the garbage suit? <laughs> no can do, says Doctor Strange. Wong, we swore an oath to protect the time stone with our lives. Tony Stark, and I swore off dairy, but then Ben and Jerry's named a flavor after me. So Doctor Strange says, Stark raving hazelnuts? <laughs> Tony Stark, not bad. A bit chalky. Yeah, it's just oh my gosh. some great dialogue. In that. I I love the, the the all the exchange between Strange and Stark because they they almost the, those two guys are so much alike in their personalities. They almost, I mean, one was a former renowned neurosurgeon, the other is a billionaire playboy. So huge egos, kind of like mini god complexes, and so they they kind of have this pissing contest throughout the whole film and it was just great to watch yeah no doubt um 
Oh, what other? There were some other great quotes. I'm trying to find. Oh, here, um, Loki's very before before they kill him off. Right, he's trying to sell himself to you know his services to Thanos. If you're going to Earth, you might want a guide. I do have a bit of experience in that area. Thanos says, "Well, if you consider failure experience." Loki says, I consider experience experience. He almost did it, but he tried to be a hero at the end, and it, and it cost him. Um, and Peter Parker, his, uh, you know, talk, just, just continuing to his conversation with Strange. Let me just say, if if, if aliens wind up implanting eggs in, in my chest oh, yeah. or, or something, I ain't one of you. I'm sorry. Stark says, I don't want another single pop culture reference <laughs> out of you for the rest of the trip. You understand? <laughs> oh, that was phenomenal. Yeah, And some of the dialogue between Peter Parker and uh, and Tony Stark was incredible. I like that. I, I, I like the whole relationship. That, that banter is there. Yeah. They have good chemistry, good on-screen yeah, chemistry. I like that, that, that Stark is kind of a, a, an unwilling mentor for uh, Parker here. You know, before Loki dies, I want to bring in Loki because, again, he's one of my favorite characters. Uh, Thanos is talking to Loki and says, the Tesseract are your brother's head. I assume you have a preference. Oh, I do. Kill away. And then so Thor begins to suffer in agony. And mm-hmm. Loki says, all right, stop. So we see like he does have a heart, right? Mm-hmm. And then he says, and Thor goes, we don't have the Tesseract. It was destroyed in Asgard. And Loki pulls it out. Right? <laughs> <laughs> He's like, you really are the worst brother. I assure you, brother, the sun will shine on us again. Your optimism is misplaced, Asgardian. Well, for one thing, I'm not Asgardian. For another thing, we have Hulk. You know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know? Although, not really. Well, what, Hulk doesn't show. Well, well, they, they had the Hulk at the time. This was shortly thereafter, right. Thanos will, will, will make short work of the Hulk. But if, if you remember in the first film, Tony Stark is saying to Loki, you know, Lo- Loki's saying, I have an army. And, and Stark says, we have a Hulk. So it's kind of this interesting juxtaposition where right. Loki claims, I have a Hulk. Yeah. <laughs> so things come full circle. Right, it does. Um, oh, I love this little dialogue. Rocket Raccoon saying, you speak Groot? And Thor's like, they taught on Asgard. It was an elective. <laughs> <laughs> and, and again, I mean, these guys never met each other, but right. huge chemistry between uh, Thor and and the, and and the Guardians, particularly with um, b- between Thor and and, uh, and um, Rocket and Groot, <laughs> they are well, you know, and, and Rocket and Thor too. The dialogue: This is Thanos we're talking about. He's the toughest there is. Well, he's never fought me. Rocket says, "Yeah, he has. He's never fought me twice." <laughs> uh, so again, there's just. Just some great dialogue. Any trying, other any other any other dialogue here? I'm trying to find the exchange. I want to make sure I, I give the the right the 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 dialogue between um Peter Dinklage plays the this giant Dwight just giant dwarf who was like this blacksmith that I guess made Thor's original hammer and um m- m- wants to make him you know is is, is gonna make him another hammer. Um there, there's a there's a lot of funny stuff between them two, but there's a particular one um, where they, to to get this to light the forge, they need the sun, and somehow Thor has to endure the the heat of the the sun to um, uh, to be basically pulled off. Basically, I'm not finding it, so I'll, I'll try to to recap as best as I can. He basically says. You know, you, you're you're. Um, we 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 need we need to heat the, the sun to light the forge, but it, it's it, it's probably gonna be enough to kill you. And uh, Thor basically says, uh, "Not if I die first. And right. uh, the, the the you know Peter Dinklage character is like, uh, "Yeah, I think that's kind of <laughs> what I meant." But right, right, if, right. If you've seen the movie, you, you understand. Again, another another great um, great dialogue uh, between them two. Yeah. Again, you know, another line from Drax that I that I, I just remembered was, 
It's like a pirate had a baby with an angel <laughs> talking about Thor. <laughs> yeah, he, he definitely had the, you know, the man crush on, on Thor. Yeah. One other line between uh, the Guardians of the Galaxy and um, Peter Quill and, and Tony Stark and Drax. And Tony Dar- starts talking to the Guardian and says, we got to go last because we can't come out with it. We can't all come out of this with plucky attitude. Peter Quill's, dude, don't call us plucky. We don't know what it means. We're more optimistic. Yes, I like your plan, except it sucks. So let me do the plan, and that way it might be really good. Drax is like, hey, hey, tell him about the dance-off to save the universe. Tony Stark is like, what dance-off? Peter Quill, that's not a thing. Peter Parker, it's like Footloose, the movie. It's exactly like Footloose. Is, is it still the greatest movie in history? Peter Parker, never was. Tony Stark, don't encourage Flash Gordon. Flash Gordon, that's a compliment. Don't forget, I'm half human. So 50% of me, that's stupid. That's 100% you. So, but you know, that dialogue is just, that banter just works. It, the, the, it's a laugh a minute. I mean, I mean, it doesn't, I mean, for, for a big action sci-fi superhero movie, it doesn't take itself too seriously. Oh, one more. I got to give one more line. Can I do one more here? Oh, Miles? yeah, absolutely. Okay, yeah. so Rocket Raccoon, how much for the gun? Bucky Barnes. Not for sale. Oh, yeah. Rocket, Rocket <laughs> Raccoon. Okay, then how much for the arm? Rocket Raccoon. Oh, I'll get that arm. <laughs> so that throwback to the first Guardians movie. Well, well, well I think, yeah, he, he got he got Quill to get him a, a, a leg, a prosthetic <laughs> leg. And um, he had, a, he had a, uh, a bionic eye for Thor. And I'm trying – I think in the last Guardians movie – you know, he, he had Groot takes you know Groot mistakenly took something that was a prosthetic of somebody else's and yeah, uh, Rocket likes his prosth- you know prosthetic uh, pieces. It's like, it's like a trophy of some kind. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, what else do we have to say here? I think we're almost out of time here. But uh, what else do we need to talk about? I mean, we've got a pretty good review of the movie. I, I think I, I when I, after I was done seeing it, I was just like, "Wow!" I'm right. trying to describe in words what I saw. It was a spectacle in a good way. Uh, I felt uh, I, I, you know, I felt like I had to process it. I felt like, man, I just I, I need to see this again because I, I there's there's stuff I missed, and I want to see it again because it was just so much fun to watch. Um, it, Marvel and Disney rarely do anything wrong when they make these movies, and I think they they really they really outdone themselves. Uh, it'll be interesting to see how they outdo themselves in the next Avengers movie because they're they're going to have to. They they set the bar so high with this film, and and how they resolve. I mean, how, how do you, how do you beat Thanos after what he did in this movie? How how, how are they going to how are they going to beat him? Um, but it, I'm sure I'm sure they will. They 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 haven't let me down yet. Yeah. So just a little bit of trivia here. Mm-hmm. And uh, Tom Holland, Spider Man was not allowed to read the script for the film since he revealed too many secrets for Spider Man Homecoming. <laughs> <laughs> and that so that was thought that was kind of cool. But yeah, I think that we've done justice to the this movie. Um, we know that listeners like it. Lee Kemp said his son went to see it in ten out of ten mm-hmm. on the movie and. Um, I think I heard one negative. John Miro, uh, who we've had on this show before. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. author. He he did not like the movie. Oh okay. So and uh, felt like it was a letdown for him. It just didn't hold together for him. Hmm. But you can't make everybody happy. No, and that's fine. Mm-hmm. Uh, Wolverine uh, was slated. Uh, let me put it this way: um, oh, who played Wolverine? Hugh Jackman wanted to rep- wanted to reprise his role as Wolverine in the movie. Yeah. But then after Logan came out, he said he was hanging up. Right. Plus, again, X-Men franchise not ruled by the same properties here. Yeah. I, don't, I mean. Uh, so he might have wanted to do that, but it's not really. I could see Disney someday acquiring the, pro- the, the rights yeah. to that, but uh, until they do. Yeah. Until they do, it will not happen. Right. Uh I think we did it about as well as we could. What, what about the music? We didn't talk about the music at all. Impressive as always. Fit in. Nothing notable, but played a part of the movie. The piece of music, I mean, I'd have to, 
the the most familiar piece of music was that they have used it since the first film, and I actually have it as part of my workout tunes. Oh, um, because it's just um, it's just that good. Yeah, there was only I was thinking maybe they'll do something with the Guardians. They 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 they, they had the they 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 had a it's probably a song from the seventies. I don't remember the name of it. They only had one song for. The Guardians, uh, which I was kind of hoping eh, that that would have been cool if they would have, because music is big part of the big part of the Guardians of the Galaxy, especially seventies and early eighties music. Um, but it's it, you know it, it worked. I'm not I I, I could that they're, they're, those are the only two yeah two pieces of music I can I can I can really re- remember at this moment in time, which is fine, which is fine. Mm-hmm. Um, so how would you rate Avengers Infinity War? Well, I, I'd have to give it five stars, five stars, uh, 10 yeah. out of 10. Yeah. I, 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 I like I said, I, I have a, I, I don't know there's much negative in this movie. I enjoy it. I enjoyed it from beginning Is it the to end. best Marvel movie you've seen? I think they, are, yeah. Looking I, back at the past 19 Marvel movies. I I I think I think so. I I think they outdid themselves, largely because they. What I had said earlier was you have so many characters you got to give screen time to, and you have to balance and put them in the right place and just find balance. And I and I think they they've always had this challenge. They had the challenge from the first Avengers movie where you where I thought it was going to be hard with, you know, five or six superheroes. Now you have. So much more. I, I don't know right. how many more, but so, somehow they did it. So, um, yeah, I think I, I I think so far this is this this might be the best out of all of them. But yeah, so yeah, well, I'm good. I I think that I would agree. I mean, it's it's a solid movie. It's hard to know how it fits in as a best because without the background development of all the characters that we saw. I mean, it, we've been building toward this for years. You know, we, we, you say that my, the friend who I saw it with, you know, he we gushing over Marvel, Disney, just some of the past, just that they, they knew that they're coming to this point. So years ago, ten years ago, whatever it was, you know that they they probably had an outline or something, okay, or. But then they had to fill in, you know, fill in the gaps and 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 try try to figure out, okay, how do we get? We we know where we want to go, but how do we get there? And each film dropped some information leading up to this point, right? Or, or something happened to 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 to, to eventually get here. And yeah, this is a culmination of many many years of movie making. I, I there's there's no franchise that that I know of that has ever done anything like this before. Yeah, yeah so, absolutely. Uh, it's it's a huge accomplishment. Yeah, yeah. One little note about the music. I want to go back there. Alan Silvestri, I think I'm saying the name right, uh, is the guy that wrote the music for Avengers. Mm-hmm. He also did the music for Captain America: Civil War, The Polar Express, and Predator. So just give some film, and uh, also did the music for Ready Player One. Well, so mm-hmm. so just uh, just give uh, a little bit about that. Um. So yeah, and did the music for Avengers and Captain America: First Avenger, like I said, GI Joe movies. So he has quite a repertoire. Lara Croft, Tomb Raider, Van so, Helsing. Okay, so the he, mummy. He, he's got a very impressive. Re- yeah. Resume. So I mean, he's he's well known. Mm-hmm. So, all right. Well, I I can't think of anything, I, folks. If you're listening. To the podcast, we would love to hear what you thought about Avengers, and we'll talk about it on the show. Uh, we always love to hear thoughts from our listeners, and we'll share them on our show when you do write in or send us a uh, 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 an email or you send us an audio clip. You can do that to the Sci-Fi Diner podcast at gmail.com. Message us on Twitter. Message us on Facebook. And we would absolutely just love, love to hear from you. Um, and uh, feel free to hit us up. Join us there. We obviously have our Facebook page and join that community. It's not just about the podcast. We talk about all sorts of science fiction there, stuff we don't talk about in the show. And, uh, yeah. Um, and I think that's about it. 
Um, All right. Anything else that we need to talk about, Miles? No. Um, I, listeners, thanks for uh, joining us in this review. I, 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 if you're listening to our review, I'm, I'm assuming you enjoyed the movie also. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I think that is about it. All right. Till next time, good night and good luck. We will see you. If you've enjoyed the conversation, the owners of this establishment would love to hear from you. Send your comments and feedback to the Sci-Fi Diner Podcast at gmail.com or join our Facebook page at facebook.com slash sci-fi diner.